Mic check. One, two. One, two. One, two. Three mums and a whole heap of drama. Mama drama! Recording. It's Racks with the Realness. It's your girl, Shells. It's Nick to the K. Hey. hey! Hey, ladies, how are we today? I'm okay. Oh, early. Yeah, yeah early recording. Yeah, <laughs> I feel awake, I feel alive, ready to go. How are you? Yeah. <sighs> I made it. I'm alive. I put my makeup on. Best you can do. <laughs> <laughs> Today is episode nine. I can't believe we've been doing this all through the Rona. Proud of us. I know. I was thinking about it the other day. Actually, I was like, "We're actually. It's good that we've continued and maintained consistency and been consistent now." Yeah, hundred percent. It'll be it'll be weird, but it'll be nice to like be all together in the studio again. Oh, I can't wait to get back in the studio. I can't wait. I feel like I'm just collecting dust. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know, especially after we've done it up so nice, how we want it to be. Yeah, we'll be back soon. I bet your dad's like up there going, checking on it. (laughs) Mate, can I just say something? I went up there. Yeah. It's just been rearranged. (laughs) He's having a play around. Literally. (laughs) I saw online he was moving around the cameras. Literally. Like, I was like, what the heck? But whatever. (laughs) At least I'll be ready. It'll be like our new little set. Yeah. All over again. So today we are talking about snapping back snap back yeah i know i know <laughs> gosh that older chestnut so thinking back to when we were pregnant and before before even before we were pregnant and thinking how long it would take us to snap back and things like that um but we've got a guest today she has not messaged yet but she also has written a blog um about the pressures she felt to snap back that she put on herself and from society so it'll be nice to hear her story so just waiting for her to come cool (laughs) (laughs) so guys we have our guest today her name is deborah and she has started a new blog called fish chairs and heels so, Deborah, do you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your baby, your blog, you? Hi, everyone. Yes, I'm Deborah. Um, first time mum. My daughter is 11 months in four days. Um, so, when I got pregnant, I thought this would be a good t- chance to start a blog just, just because. Um, and I did, and it went well, but it was a bit hard to stay consistent. During this lockdown, I was like, you know what? I kind of got nothing better to do. Let me start it up again, give it a new name, um, and just try to start again. So I started my new blog and I got a new Instagram as well, Push Chairs and Heels. Um, the blog's really all about motherhood and my experience and just trying to be as honest as possible about all the things that have troubled me as a new mom. Um, all the things, basically, not everything motherhood, but just my experience of motherhood, basically. 
and uh, my new Instagram is a bit of what my blog is like, but then also just trying to document some of the sensory stuff that I get up to with Ire, my daughter. Yeah. Um, it's inspiration for other moms to do it as well. Um, I know when I like was looking at hashtags of sensory things, I felt a bit overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, all the moms seem to have all these fancy gadgets and these climbing equipment, and I was like, <laughs> I got, I got an empty bottle and some pasta. Um, so just trying to make that Instagram um, accessible to all moms yeah. um, at home during this lockdown. Just trying to trying to pass time by, really. Just trying to give ideas and whatnot. Cool. So the, I think the thing that spoke to us most, because I know I've reached out to you about the sensory stuff because I love it. Um, Thank you. But the thing that spoke to us most was your blog talking about like your pressures of snapping back and mm. how you felt. I think the thing for me that reached out to me was when you talked about trying to avoid going to someone's party. Because I know, I know that feeling. Um, so how soon after you had had your baby was this? So I had Ire in June. Yeah. This shindig that I was trying to avoid. It was actually in March, just before the lockdown. Um, before that, I'd been out and about, but nothing too like daunting, you know, a brunch, um, yeah. maybe someone's like party in a house, you know, it hadn't been like out to a club where I would see like loads of other people. So I was really it's like the pressure was weighing on me, you know, I was like, oh my God, it's like my, my debut as a mom, you know, oh, so I probably put a lot of pressure on myself to, to want to look the part, to, to go. Um, so it was about March, but again, this was like the biggest outing I was going to do was like a club yeah. appearance, not a club appearance, but I was going to the club. <laughs> club <laughs> appearance. <laughs> 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 I felt all this pressure to like really show up and show out, you know, because yeah. it was like my debut. Yeah, yeah. And that's like where it all started. Uh, girls, what about you? So Rax, do you remember your first outing after having Amaya? I think mine was a club night as well for my birthday. Um, I, I didn't, I, I, in terms of how I looked, I wanted to look good because it was my birthday and I was going out. Yeah. Um, oh gosh, I've had a mind blank as well. <laughs> What's going on? I remember that birthday in that gold dress. <laughs> yeah, I went to the gym. I'd gone to the gym prior to try and look fit to go out. So yeah, I felt good to go out. A bit anxious because you're out of the game for so long. You've got the period when you've had the baby. So mine might have been four or five months, but it's also pregnancy. I hadn't been really out during my pregnancy. So we're talking about a year of having not been out and then having to go go out in your dress and your heels with your hair done. So yeah, there was some pressure. By the way, the pics on Insta, guys. <laughs> <laughs> At Raxville. <laughs> <laughs> what about you shells when was your first um it was for my goddaughter's christening that was like a major event that i knew was happening yeah um and i just i had gone out before that but it was like maybe dinners and stuff like that it wasn't anything 
major um to that extent where a lot of people were there and it was like that party vibe so I was like I need to look good I need to feel good I actually slapped a wig on I'm trying to do this natural life not wearing a wig slapped a wig on done my makeup you know when you've been in the house for so long you've got milk leaking out your boobs and all of that you don't (laughs) you just literally wear your pjs all day so I felt nice getting rid. I felt good and oh, you look good. I remember seeing the snaps and she was all like, "Yeah, I was like, hey, <laughs> I was feeling myself again." I was like, "Ha, I still get, it. I still get, it. I still wear." So yeah, that was. I remember that it was. It was a nice feeling. But Lucas was there, but I still, I still had fun. A lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> so if we think back to like pregnancy, did you feel like the expectation to lose weight? Did you feel that more from yourself or from other people? Like, Brax, where did that... Did you feel a pressure at all to lose weight? I think definitely, but it comes from... I think it's society. It wasn't... I don't know if it was to say it came from myself or me putting societal pressures on myself, but it's very much in society. Like, a woman's praise for snapping back. You go on Instagram, a woman would be like, yeah, two days later, posing, stomach flat like anything, for praise. For people to be like, wow, you look amazing. And yeah, it's great to get praise because, yeah, they do look amazing. But... The unfortunate side effect of that is that it does put pressure on other people who don't snap back as quickly for whatever reason. So I did feel some pressure to snap back. That didn't mean that as soon as I had the baby, I was like trying to do squats and stuff. But I really weren't. <laughs> what about you, Deb? Well, I think actually it was probably me putting pressure on myself. When I look back in hindsight, I'm, I was behaving like someone was chasing me to lose weight, you know? Um, I think I probably I was yeah I was definitely putting pressure on myself um again my idea was you know you become a mom and you snap back and people were complimenting oh Deb you've lost a bit of weight and I was like yeah yeah I'm really trying I'm really trying you know so even hearing people compliment me on losing weight I was like well now I have to like lose more weight I can't gain weight you know <laughs> and um I'm Nigerian I'm Yoruba um some of our aunties can be so I don't know what's the word. Honest. I know that I say observant. Yeah. (laughs) Observant. You know, I remember a month after having my daughter, it was my mum's literally a month and a day, July 15th. I went out for my mum's birthday, like a birthday brunch, and I saw one of my aunties. And she's not even an auntie that I would call a real good auntie of mine. She was like, oh, Deb, you've gained weight. I was like, it's been... 32 days since I've had a baby. Of course, I've probably gained some weight. Very unhelpful. Passing comments like that, that I did get a lot from aunties and some uncles, Mm. was like, okay, I've I've got to lose weight. I've got to lose weight. So it was a bit of both myself and probably letting the opinions of completely irrelevant aunties and uncles get to me. My sister weren't pressuring me. My boyfriend weren't pressuring me. My daughter definitely wasn't pressuring me to lose weight. So a lot of it was really just down to me and just thinking people are going to expect me to lose weight now. You know, I've got, I've got to come back, you know? So yeah, it was all me, to be honest. What about you, Charles? I mean, I didn't really have any pressures. I don't feel like I put on that. Okay, maybe I'm lying. I'm looking at my pictures now. I'm like, okay, yeah, you blew up a little bit, but I don't feel like I put on vast amount of weight when I was pregnant. I know um, some women do put on quite a bit of weight when they're pregnant. That didn't happen to me, fortunately. So I didn't feel that pressure to snap back. Um, 
no one really made me feel like I had to snap back. I don't even know where this stupid term has come from anyway. This snap back, like my mum would never say, I need to snap back, snap back. <laughs> and I was annoyed. Like, I, don't, I didn't feel any pressure. Um, I know like looking on the gram and stuff, you can feel a little bit like insecure. Yeah. Especially when you see like people with their flat stomachs or their baby next to them and they do the pose like the 25 weeks in and 25 it, <laughs> no, you feel that and you're like oh sugar look at my bed it's still a bit whatever so yeah I think I think social media plays a big part especially in our generations like you know yeah, yeah. I don't feel it what about you Nick do you know I just think I put a lot of pressure on myself anyway um but I was probably at my biggest before I got pregnant so I, I think the pressure was I was using the, the pregnancy or having the baby as an excuse to, okay, now I'm going to snap back. I'm going to look amazing. Like this mm. major comeback because I've been big for two years now. <laughs> like, Ta-da, look at me. <laughs> but nothing happened. I'm still the same size. And do you know what? It's, it's interesting. I was talking to this woman at the gym like before everything was on lockdown. Like I was trying to get a PT and she was saying to me like, like we're saying women put this unnatural pressure on yourself your whole body has changed like you've carried someone inside of you things inside your body have had to move Mm -hmm. certain things can't go back to the size that they were so you and after having that conversation it kind of just made me think like it's okay like my body can't be exact I'm not gonna be a size six like I was when I was 23 and that's fine and like Mm -hmm. you said Deb's like my daughter don't care I don't, don't care what size I am. She cares that I'm on the floor playing with her. So as long as I can still do that, chase around the garden, pick her up if I need to, that's all that matters. I just think like social media is such, it can be great for certain things, but as a new mum and where we've been talking about mental health and things like that, it can play such a detrimental part because you stop focusing on the thing that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, can I sorry. Oh, sorry. What about partners? Did anyone feel pressures from their partners? I felt slight pressure. I didn't even put on a lot of weight, but it was more. I think it's trying to motivate me to like be fit or be, yeah, go to the gym. I remember. I don't know how my baby was like. You're gonna start up to the gym. You're gonna start up to the gym. I don't know if it was worried about me blowing up or whatever, but it was all the time. Like, no, I'm not ready yet. I'm chilling give me give me time and I eventually signed up and it was good like motivation so I think I, my first time back in the gym was when my baby was maybe four months old which is quite early yeah. but it was my birthday so my motivation uh-huh. so yeah I did get some heavy encouragement taking the offer because it meant that I could get some time away from the baby it's yeah. like yeah I'm going to the gym yeah. <laughs> <Here you go." laughs> my boyfriend was the same he would heavily encourage me um and again I was like you know not ready not ready and to be honest I wasn't driving at the time so to even get to the gym was an absolute myth it was never going to happen but other than that again personally I was a bit like oh Deb you know you don't want to blow up you know or if he you know starts becoming unattracted to you and you know like so again probably pressure on myself um yeah but again he was always trying to encourage me in a, an easy way, you know, in a light-hearted way. Yeah. Um, one time, I don't know if you saw that post on um, my push chairs and heels, this picture you took of me. 
mm. at New Year's, I just looked, it was just so unflattering, you know, I was slouching, you know, I wasn't wearing a bra, all my roles were just, it was just so unflattering. And I think in that moment, he saw, he saw me and was just like, let me take this as evidence so you can see yourself and when I saw myself I was like wow this was the encouragement I actually needed, needed so yeah. did you feel pressure shells mm-hmm. well you know I've got a fitness fanatic <laughs> so it was like come on let's go for a jog let's go for this let's go for that let's do that and I'll try odd little things here and there it wasn't pressure like oh you need to lose weight or you need to try and get your body back it was just I guess motivation, like you've all kind of said, um, to help me feel better, to keep me a bit active um, and to get me out of the house. So there wasn't really that pressure as such. I'm still trying now, still getting there slowly, but surely. <laughs> I would say working out helped for me a bit. So if I felt a bit stressed and I worked out, I, when I was in the swing of it, I felt good afterwards. I'm not in a workout um, spree of my life right now, but when I am, I do genuinely feel better for it. But it's mm. just finding the motivation to get into it and then sticking to it. What about you, Nick? I just think, like, I think it was the same for me in terms of, ah, oh, I'm free, escape. Like, you get, to, it's like a 15 minute walk to the gym. So it's like time to gather your thoughts. Then I'll just be in the gym. I got into a routine. Then I started doing classes and I was like, oh, this is, this is feeling good. Like, I can see a difference. It was nice. I don't think Sean ever put pressure on me, but like, he got more handsy the more weight I lost so it was like (laughs) unconsciously it's not he never was unattracted to me but you try he's trying more now that I've lost weight so it's like okay so I was a little bit big because you weren't trying to (laughs) you weren't trying to do nothing (laughs) yeah I know like you walk up the stairs he's like grabbing my ass like before (laughs) it was none of that so unconsciously I think he's happier now can I say something yeah the, the auntie and uncle point sticking in my head because we say like oh yeah social media does it we do it to ourselves but how much do people put on us as well mm. it's a lot I was saying to the girls Deborah that people would I felt I don't know if I'm paranoid but I felt as though when you see them for the first time after having a baby they'd be like hi and then look straight to your stomach yeah yes. Kind of yes. is the belly still there how big is it and that can make you really paranoid and then if you look good you're getting like excessive amounts of praise yeah you look amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. but what if I didn't like am I less of a person or am I less of a woman yeah if I see you don't mm. say anything but then look bad this yeah just... exactly when oh. when does it stop when do you stop telling me I look good like yeah I've still had a baby she's still quite young I think the other thing for me was even before I'd had Amelia people would be like oh I remember when I had my first baby I snapped back so quickly I was the skinniest I ever was after I had my baby oh make sure you breastfeed you'll lose so much weight like mm. all all of that and where I put so much pressure on myself like the girls know like breastfeeding was really traumatic for me so mm. part of me was like oh, I want to breastfeed so I can lose weight but it weren't working for me and it just like piled more and more pressure on because it's like mm. oh well everyone who's breastfeeding has lost so much weight this is why I'm so fat so mm. it's really hard like listening to other people and like the things that they've said I think that is almost a misconception that you lose weight whilst breastfeeding, kind of. I mean, when I was breastfeeding in the beginning, 
I did lose loads of weight and like the first two months I was gassed. I was like, I didn't even need to work out, snap back, where have you seen me? <laughs> and then, because when you're breastfeeding, you're losing so many calories, well for me, you're losing so many calories, you have to like replenish them. I'm breastfeeding, 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 and I'm getting hungry, hungry, hungry. So I'm eating, eating, eating. And then before you know it, it's sort of counteracted. I wasn't losing weight whilst breastfeeding, I was actually gaining weight because I'm eating more to replace you know the calories I've lost and I'll be honest I probably did indulge and maybe not overeat no but just really enjoy the food I was eating you know and that's that's actually how I started gaining weight breastfeeding would make me so it would build up an appetite I would get so hungry I would start snacking and then you're literally home all day you know you're opening the fridge 10 times um so yeah in, in the beginning i was so happy i was breastfeeding i was dropping the weight and then before you know it it just completely started piling on and then i actually started almost resenting the fact that i was breastfeeding because i was like oh, i wasn't breastfeeding i could like skip a meal and start losing weight again you know i could starve myself basically you know when you're breastfeeding you can't do that you're having three meals a day you're jugging down the water so yeah, it really started actually taking its toll, even affecting my want to breastfeed. I didn't want to breastfeed anymore. I was like, I'm done with this. I need yeah. to lose weight. And it was horrible, actually. Mm. What about you, Shells? Did you have any unwanted comments? Um, I mean, just the normal advice, which was to breastfeed, you'll lose the weight. Um, also, um, clenching your stomach in whilst you're breastfeeding as well. That will help um, in terms of flattening your stomach. Suck it in, suck it in. Suck it in, yeah, literally. <laughs> my stomach. I couldn't yeah, literally, whilst you're breastfeeding and obviously doing your um, Kegels as well, that all helps with contracting your womb and making it smaller. Um, I think at first I was like, when, I mean, when you come out of the hospital and you're at home, it's just like, meh, 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 And then after a while, you just kind of zone out. I was just like, yeah, thanks for the, but I think I've heard it about 10,000 times. It's fine. It's good. I'm good. Like, I'm not an overeater or I don't excessively eat anywhere on a normal basis because I know your stomach's like the size of your fist. Um, so literally... For me, it was thirsty. I was really thirsty. Like, I could drink water upon water upon water. It was just the, the first element for me. So, um, the pressure's kind of, I just don't locked it out. I was just like, yeah, I've heard it about a million times. Thank you. Next. <laughs> Anything else? How are you feeling? I was like, I'll be nice to hear, or do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was it for me. All right. Um, so, Debs, what we normally do is just kind of give some advice. Um, it's just all our opinions. So to new mums, people who are pregnant, um, what advice would you give them in terms of... Yeah, I froze. Yeah, it's... Fr it, oh. Yeah, sorry, I didn't catch that bit. No, I was just saying, um, in terms of, like, if you're talking to new mums now, what is there a piece of advice that you would give them in terms of like pressures of snapping back? I would honestly say, slow down. It's taken me almost a year to really get into motherhood. And I say almost a year, only in the last two months can I really say I'm really like, oh, okay, I feel like I'm doing this mom thing really well now. Um, you have to take your time. 
it's in hindsight to me it's crazy to think that I thought I was gonna like work out bare and lose loads of weight when I was sleep deprived like 99% of the time you know just allow yourself to bask in the beginning stages of motherhood and get into it before you start thinking of before you start adding anything else to the mix of motherhood you know I have just been able to start working out because she's just She's just started sleeping two hours, you know. Do you know what I can do in two hours? <laughs> you know, I can work out, babe, shower, eat, have a nap, you know, before it was a complete myth. So again, I would just say, take your time, allow yourself to get into motherhood before adding complexities like working out and things like that. Just take it easy, you know. Being a first-time mom, it's so hard. There's no manual. Um you have to work with yourself, work with your body, work with your mind, you know? Mm. Yeah. Cool. All right, ladies, it's top lips time. Top lips. Shells, you want to hit us with your top nip? My top nip for this week would be, guys, don't believe the hype on the gram. Facebook, whatever platform you're on, Twitter, whatever it is, just don't believe the hype. Literally, and I'm just going to feed off of what Deborah has said as well. Literally take time to be a mother and enjoy it. Rex? Give yourself some credit. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Your body has done an incredible, incredibly marvellous thing. It's rearranged. It's expanded. It's contracted back down. Just give yourself some credit, yeah, and don't apply too much pressure. Just be. Cool. And then I'm just going to say eat we've touched on it in terms of like breastfeeding and energy like you're a new mom this is tiring it's hard so eat the food don't not eat the food your weight mm. you'll lose the weight when you need to lose the weight but your baby needs you to eat so eat girl eat um <laughs> cool so um deborah if you want to kind of plug your social media let the people know where they can find you most appropriate motherly place to find me. <laughs> Are we appropriate mothers? <laughs> so appropriate moms, unappropriate moms. Is that in 2020, please. <laughs> um, well, on Instagram, um, pushchairs and hills, and my website, pushchairsandhills.com. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter, don't doll Debs on Twitter. Oh, I like that. Shout out, Whiskey. I should have won, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I love him anyway, so fine, fine. I was giving They're both good. They're both good anyway. <laughs> cool. And as normal, guys, our social media. So Insta, it's Mama Drama Pod, and Twitter, it's at Mama Drama Pod. Uh, Facebook and YouTube, Mama Drama Pod. And email us with any questions, queries, dilemmas. Next week is our dilemma episode. So email, email, email. It's mamadramapod at gmail.com. And don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe. And share with everybody. And you can be up in our comments. We really like it. Like, seriously, we're not lying. <laughs> we love a Twitter poll. So, yeah, follow us on Twitter. 
All right, ladies. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you guys for having me.